it's Bella with one L and welcome back to another episode of this podcast, a podcast of stories and conversation designed as a tool to practice English listening skills. This episode shout out go to at Rineta Nugroho. Thank you for answering last week's English challenge. If you want to get a shout out on our next episode, don't forget to follow at Bella with one L podcast on Instagram and answer our weekly English challenge, which will be told later at the end of this episode. This episode is going to be about Beach Boys summer love story, which is a true story of mine. Stay tuned and listen to this one. Thanks! To our surprise, recently Taylor Swift released an entirely new album called Folklore. And one of the songs on the album is titled August. The lyrics goes, but I can see us lost in a memory. August slipped away into a moment in time because it was never mine. And it's all about this summer love story, this vacation affair. And it reminded me a lot of the movie The Notebook. Obviously, it's a very iconic movie, and it ends really well. But, I actually do have a summer love story of my own that's actually a little bit more similar to Taylor Swift's song, but also a little bit less mature, because in this story, I was around 13 or 14. It's a true story. I just don't remember exactly what year it happened, maybe around 2011-2012, I was in middle school, but I remember exactly how it went, and I'm going to tell you all about it. It began with a family vacation. We all went to Charita Beach together. Charita Beach is a beautiful coast in Banten Province, Indonesia. We stayed at a resort right by the beach. It was so beautiful. The beach was crowded, and had lots of activities. Every single day for the entire four days trip, we would rise and shine early and walk straight to the beach to enjoy it while it's still quiet, see the sunrise and wet our toes a little bit as the waves were nice and low. We would then head back to the resort for breakfast, have a little family time, and maybe even watch some cartoon. After that, we get changed and spend an entire day at the beach. We did so many things at the beach all day long, from swimming, to sandcastle building, to chasing each other around. And this was not a mom, dad, daughter, son kind of vacation. No, no. This was a grandma, grandpa, uncles, aunts, and all of the cousins kind of vacation. So you can imagine how big our group must have been, and how little chance of falling in love with some random stranger I had. But the ocean has its own way of making things work. And the moon has its own loss of getting my tiny little 13-year-old heart to fall in love with some random stranger. Okay, maybe love is a strong word. Let's just say crush, shall we? As I was saying, Charita Beach offered many touristy activities. There was a surfing lesson, banana boat, pillow boat, jet ski, speedboat, windsurfing, there was one of those flying on a kite type of water activity where they'll pull you at high speed with a motorboat, and also some basic snorkeling. My family booked a two-day family package of activities. It consisted of banana boat rides, 
jet ski rides, a speedboat ride to the snorkeling site with beautiful corals, surfing lessons, and a ride on one of those really fluffy pillow boats. They didn't really schedule the activity for us, so we kind of just had to go to the provider at whatever time of day that we want to do it, and then they'll set things up for us. Usually, the people who provide each activity are from different vendors because the equipments were provided by different vendors. But this time, because the beach was very crowded and it was like the middle of the holiday type of vacation, they assigned us one guide person to take us along for all the rides and provide safety because he is a trained swimmer and our group was full of tiny kids and teenagers. The guide, um, well, he wasn't much older than me. Um, he actually seems kind of around my age. And, um, well, he is pretty cute. Actually, no. He is mad cute. He is so cute. Like, oh my god, he's so handsome. He's a little bit taller than me, but not as tall as my dad. He has a tan brown skin and seems strong, but not intimidating. You know, he has a little bit of abs, a little bit of biceps, but not too big and buff and scary. Just the right amount of strong for a 13-year-old girl to admire. He has curly beach hair, a little brownish from the sun exposure, charming light brown eyes that stares into your soul, and really, really, really adorable smile. Like, really adorable smile. And he has dimples. Oh my god. I'm not gonna mention his actual name. Let's just call him Mo, because that sounds cute. So, me and my cousins have a surfing lesson on the first day of our family package, and Mo was our instructor. He taught us how to stand on the board, to trust the waves, and learn balance. He began by walking with us far enough into the sea to get some good waves to ride back to the beach, but not too far deep, that's dangerous. After all, we were only 13. The whole way there, we all held hands with each other for safety. My cousin held my hand. My other cousin held Mo's left hand. And I held his right hand. Mo had tied the surfboards to his waist so he could carry them for us. Once we got far enough, Mo helped us get on the board one by one and waited for the right wave to then let us ride on the board back to the beach where my uncle had waited to welcome us. First, it was my cousin's turn. Then, it was my other cousin's turn. Then, it was just me and Mo in the middle of the sea, holding hands. My heartbeat raced like crazy. When it was my turn to get on the board, I got on by myself because I'm actually the oldest one among my siblings. I don't really need that much help. And Mo held the board for me to make sure it didn't just float away. He counted to three before letting me go. But before he let me go, he whispered and smiled at me and he said, Trust the waves. You got this. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. My 13 years old heart was 
basically exploding on the inside. Oh my god. I have read too many novels and watched too many romance movies not to be weak by that sentence. And the smile. Oh my god. The smile. We did that a couple of times before we were finally confident enough to do it on our own. Mo kept watching us. Well, that's what he got paid for. And he made sure we were safety and in sight. He was so friendly. Not like any lifeguard I have ever met. He waved at us. He smiled a lot. He cheered us on as we progressively got better and also got worse at serving all at once. We got on the board, sat, tried to stand up, failed, fell to the sea, swam back, and do it all over again. Yes, it was me and my cousins only, because the grown-ups decided it was their time to ride the banana boats, and we kids shouldn't be joining them yet. So, there we are, with Mo. Oh well, we all had fun surfing around, and I had fun being able to look at his smile all day long. Oh my god, what a 13-year-old thing to do. Anyways, the next day was our turn to ride the banana boat. It was me, my brother, my cousins, my dad, and my uncle. My dad and my uncle were there as the designated grown-ups to watch us for the day. Mo was there too. This time, he is our lifeguard, guide to the snorkeling site, and snorkeling instructor. The plan for the day was to ride the banana boat to the snorkeling site, snorkel there for a little bit, and then ride the banana boat back to the beach. After that, it was jet ski time. So, I sat on the most front seat of the banana boat, and Mo was on the speedboat right in front of me. If you're not familiar with a banana boat, a banana boat is basically just a really, really big floaty, shaped like a banana, and it has to be pulled by a speedboat or some kind of motorboat in order for it to sail around. Okay, where were we? Ah, the banana boat. Yes, so because I sat on the most front seat of the banana boat and Mo was on the sweet boat that pulled our boat, um, we got a lot of chance to exchange looks and smiles along the way. My uncle was on the sweet boat as well. He was the cameraman of the day, so he took pictures of us and he did his best to stay dry. When we got to the snorkeling site, Mo gave us a little bit of brief about the place. He told us where we could swim, where we could not swim, where we could stand, and where we could not stand. You know, standard procedure. It's to protect the coral reefs. He also taught us how to use the goggles and the, the breathing pipe thing that I don't know the name of. But he told us how to use that. After that, I just had fun snorkeling with my brother and my cousins and I tried my best not to think about Mo or look at him too much because it would be weird and Mo seemed to be having a really fun conversation with my uncle and the speedboat driver somehow. Seriously, I didn't know how old Mo was. He seemed to act very mature yet he looked as young as I was. After about an hour of swimming around and enjoying the snorkeling site, we got physically tired and we were ready for the next activity. But there were about 
when we were about, I'm sorry, but when we were about to ride the boat again, the waves got big and the wind was a little bit crazy. The speedboat driver advised us to wait a little bit so we could ride back safely. So we did. We just sat on the sandy beach near the side and waited. This is when the magic happens. My brother and my cousins could not sit still. They were at the age of running around and exploring regardless of how tired they are. The only times they could be still were when they sleep and eat. So they were exploring and my dad had to get up and follow them around so they don't get lost. My uncle was having his own moment capturing everything with his camera. The speedboat driver seemed to be watching the sea ever so seriously, making sure that we can catch the next safety hour to ride back to our beach. So, there I was, sitting alone, just watching the waves come and go. Mo? Well, <laughs> Mo saw me sitting there alone and he smiled at me. I smiled back at him while I was dying on the inside. And then he sat next to me. He sat next to me on the sandy beach. Not too close though. I think Mo is professional and he meant no harm, so. But it was close enough to talk. At first, we just smiled at each other and sat there in silence as we continued to look at the sea. I felt like I was in a romance movie, you know? <sighs> and then he spoke to me. He said, Isn't the sea so beautiful? Oh my gosh. And I said, It is. And we both smiled like a like a couple of dumb 13-year-olds. And then he asked, Do you know what else is so beautiful? Oh, I felt like he was about to say some cheesy pickup line, but I just smiled at him and froze, and I didn't know what to say. My heart beat so fast. I thought he was gonna say, You're so beautiful. Or, I don't know, flirt or something but no he, he didn't do that he didn't say anything else he left it at that question he freaking left it at that question and he just smiled at me with that that damn dimples and he didn't say anything else and i could feel my heart dropped to my stomach as we were smiling at each other after that sentence oh my gosh mo couldn't you please just finish the pickup line? I thought to myself. But he didn't. He really didn't. And we just sat there in silence, looking at the sea, until it was time for us to ride back to our resort on the banana boat. It's fine, though. He... That little conversation was... Was enough for me. <laughs> I sound crazy. Okay. Anyways. For the rest of the day, I was mostly with my dad, and I didn't really see Mo. And I was having a lot of fun that I kind of forgot about him for a while. I rode jet ski, I rode the pillow boat, I rode more banana boats, and I just enjoyed a family vacation. 
Mo didn't cross my mind for one second for the rest of that day, and I had no idea where he went. But once the activities are over, I kind of miss him. The day after that was my last day at the resort. I decided that I had enough fun at the sea, so I showered in the morning, I got dressed, and I didn't put on a bathing suit. I just get dressed like a normal person and go to the beach market. The beach market was not far away from where we had all the fun activities, but they sold all sorts of seashell souvenirs and adorable necklaces and bracelets made out of seashells and fun brooches and keychains all made out of seashells and I loved that. So I walked to the market with my cousin and bought the goodies for me and for my besties when I get back to school. But on our way back to the resort, I saw Mo. So this beach market is not far away from the resort. I was walking with my cousin and our parents just let us go. And Mo, he sat under a tree with his friends as if they were waiting for me or something. And I was like, okay, cool, there's Mo. And lo and behold, they really did wait for me. Once they saw me, Mo smiled at me and seemed to muster up the courage to talk. And then he came over to me and he said hi. And his friends pretended like they were not watching. But I knew that they clearly were there to watch Mo talk to me. They clearly did. And from there, I concluded that Mo has got to be around my age. His friends seemed and acted like my friends at school. And around his friends, Mo seemed and acted much younger than he did yesterday. So he got to be around my age. I smiled back at him, but I kept walking. Part of me was happy that he said hi, but the other part of me reminded me that he is a stranger and I should still be careful, no matter how cute he is. So because I kept walking, he walked next to me, but he maintained a good distance. And then he said, very, very quietly and very carefully, he said, you're really pretty. Oh my god, he said I was really pretty. We both smiled and there was a bit of silence and a hint of awkwardness in the air. And my cousin just pretended like she didn't hear anything. And then Mo said, May I add you on Facebook? <gasps> my heart! He just asked for my Facebook. And I, I froze. I didn't know what to do, you know, he was a stranger I met at the beach and I was 13 and I didn't really know anything and I was scared because he was stranger but I also felt really flattered and blushing because he's so cute and you know, part of me really wanted to give him my Facebook but the other part of me reminded me that I will go back to the city and I will probably never see him again and after all I don't know if he's just hitting on me or he's been hitting on any other girl that he met at the beach. And I got that from Wizard of Waverly Place movie where Alex Russo's mom said that to Alex when she was in love with someone at the beach. So I was like, 
you know, he probably hits on every girl he met at this beach. I shouldn't trust him. But my heart was like, oh my god, is this the beginning of my happily ever after? But no, I didn't end up giving him my Facebook. I just smiled at him and I said nothing. I said nothing. I just smiled at him and I was trying to hide the fact that I was blushing, but I kept walking and my cousin kept walking too. So at first, he kept walking with us. But as we got closer and closer to the resort, he stopped and um, he just smiled there and stood and looking at us. I looked back and he waved at me and he was smiling. He is so kind and so charming and I admired his work ethic and he's so young to be working, but I guess it was the norm around there. So I smiled at him and I waved back at him and I kept walking. As my family drove back to the city that day, I think about Mo. I think about holding his hand at the sea. I think about sitting next to him and watch the waves. I think about exchanging awkward smiles and half-done picket lines and I think about his eyes and how charming they were and his sunburnt brown skin wet with ocean water. I think about Mo and I think about how I was crushing on him and I think about how I would never see him again. So I said to myself, thank you Mo for making this vacation a memorable one for me. And I left. I went back to the city and unlike the notebook, I did not come back and look for Mo and I obviously didn't end up marrying him. Here I am now, I'm not married and and I've never seen him again since. Even though I've went back to Charita Beach a few times, I still have never seen him again. Or maybe I did, but I've forgotten what he looked like. So I guess, goodbye Mo. Thank you again for making that vacation a very memorable one for me. Although I don't clearly remember how adorable your smile were but it left a feeling in me that i would never forget and wherever you are now mo i hope you're doing well and yes the ocean is beautiful and so are you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bella with One Elf podcast. Our vocabulary of the day is vacation. V-A-C-A-T-I-O-N. Vacation. Vacation means an extended period of leisure and recreation, especially one spent away from home or in traveling. It is the action of leaving something one previously occupied. Example of sentence, take a vacation go on a vacation i was vacationing in europe with my family okay the english challenge of the day is let me know what you think of this story which part was your favorite 
Did you think I was supposed to leave my Facebook address for Mo to find me? Let me know. Thank you so much for listening to Bella with 1L podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bella with 1L podcast. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or you want to get in touch with me, email me at Bella with 1L podcast at gmail.com. See you on the next one. Bye.